from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Hey, welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. Uh, we have a so we have a we have a special guest today. <laughs> And then I'm getting an echo. Is someone uh, on there? Someone got the volume up over there? I'm getting a, I'm getting like the stadium, stadium. Uh oh. Nobody's mic is peeking. I'm watching. Hey, don't watch me peek. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm peeking at you watching. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Who's watching the watchers? Hmm. Ooh, ooh, Whoa. great question. Hmm? Whoa, that's heavy. It is, man. Thank you. I'm Ronald. I'm Alan Moore. And please don't talk to me. I'm Walter Cronkite. <laughs> it's uh, we have a special guest today. Of course, you know him as uh, you know him as Hob the Troll uh, from his many uh, albums, such as Pet Smells and Fifty Million Hob Fans Can't Be Found. Uh, we know him as Steve O'Dockerson. Hello, Steve-O. Hello. It's oh. a pleasure to be back. I uh, I love you all, and I'm very excited. Aww. Well, yeah. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, that was nice things about us, Mario. Yeah. That was Steve-O, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you later, Steve-O. Thanks again for joining us. We'll, uh... I'll just uh, <laughs> cash out at the front. Thanks. We do not validate parking whatsoever. Okay? Also, you get okay, shit I... on your own. <laughs> no, I, you, you break in other cars and you use their change. Come on. Hey, that's a great All idea. Right. That's smart. Clever. Uh, almost as exciting yeah. as Steve-O being here is Anita being back. Hi, Anita. Mm-hmm. Did you mute yourself? Hey. Did you mute yourself? I did. Are I you... wanted to make sure it wasn't the person that was causing the echo. No, are you uh, watching Lebowski right now? You're, you're turned away and you're... I just finished it. <laughs> How was it? You got to see Sam Elliott's beautiful mustache. Hey, save it for the show. Save it for the show. This yeah. is the show. This, this is the... I love it. Justine it is, is here, but she's on the phone. Uh, John Sandy's back for a limited engagement before he goes on vacation for a little while. How you doing, John? I'm doing good. Yeah. Had to come back for Lebowski. Yeah, you had to. Understandable. Yeah, you had to. Uh, maybe you can help explain it to me. Uh, Jake's here. Patrick's Hi. here. Justine's Hi. here, but she's on the phone. Kalei not able to join us today, but... Uh, we have Steve, so it's okay. It works out. We're only allowed to have one person whose birthday is December third. So That's right. You you told me you guys share the same birthday. So I found happy, that out. Yeah. Happy, wow. Happy to birthday to both of you. We're, what we're gonna do is we're not even gonna fool around. By the way, did anyone catch the uh, finale of the Mandalorian? I'm watching it after this, but we can't talk about the episode previous. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? Yes. One? Uh, I was much happier with that. Uh, I was like, hey, story, plotline, excitement. Depth, emotion, and I thought I thought I thought well, okay. I'm going to spoil the last episode. Gogurt's rap is not good. Hot take: his this little his little you know you know the little rap he did at the end like yeah. unnecessary. I like know they're just trying to sell toys, yeah. uh, but like you know he talked about Pepsi six times. Wow. My name is Grogu, wow. and I'm here to say. Me and my dad say, this is the way. Thank you. I like to drink Pepsi every day. Bars. As they say on the Home Video Hustle, bars. All right. Incredible. We should play that game. Mm Mm-hmm. Bars. Mm Mm-hmm. Bars. 
so we're going to play a little game with Steve-O. Uh, we, we played this last week with Kalei, or, or a couple weeks ago. It's called a Choose One. So what, we're, what you're going to do is uh, I'm going to read two options, and then uh, Steve-O's going to have a, the answer in his brain, and then we're all going to vote on which way we think, which answer Steve-O's going to give. Oh, my. Have we not played this with, with him before? I don't think we've played this with Steve-O. No. no. There we go. Number one. Read minds or move stuff with your mind. Read minds or move stuff with your mind. Patrick, do you think uh, Steve would rather read minds or move stuff with his mind? So, personally, I think I'm going to say move stuff because the amount of fun pranks that are able to be applied with being able to move stuff with your mind is just endless. And reading minds, you kind of learn shit about people you don't want to learn. True. True. All right. All right. Uh, Justine. Interesting. Okay. Anita. She's going to be so mad at you. <laughs> so ridiculous. I'm going to say move things. Move things. All right. John. Say move things. Uh, Jake. Cool answer, Jake. Um, it's, it's he's he's spectruming. He's, he's, he's frozen. Spectruming. He's frozen. He's frozen. He thinks he's uh. Is that a verb? To freeze. This is probably my favorite uh, Jake appearance in all. Damn. <laughs> That's fucked up. Look at him. He looks like he's mid sneeze right there. Poor guy. He looks like he's quitting Tarantino in the middle of defending himself, saying the n word. Uh, I can say it because I'm a writer. And so, uh, and I also like feet. another thing okay. Gogurt shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have had that in the last episode. It was like, it was really upsetting, really upsetting, very, you know, uncouth and uh, the in poor taste. Yeah, he also made direct eye contact with the camera. <laughs> Just like, I'm gonna say, oh, he looked at the camera when he said it too. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not cool. I'm gonna say, uh, he moves stuff with his, I'm gonna say. Uh, this would just help him be a better performer at, at Ren fairs, I think, if he's singing songs and he, then he's moving stuff around. Kind of like a Madame Leota at, uh, at yeah. the Haunted Mansion. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's back. There he is. Jake, what do you say? You think Steve would rather read minds or move stuff with his mind? Oh, poor buddy. Oh, fuck's sake, Jake. All right. Jake's out of this one. Uh, what do you say, Steve I'd rather move stuff. Yes. Yes. That's what we all um, And and it, it it it's all to do with safety. It's all to do with safety. And I'll tell you, no, no, like imagine it's not performing every like Im- just just in terms of like you're driving, somebody's right on your tail, you just move them a little bit farther back. Oh, I like that. Or oh. somebody's trying to, or somebody's trying to pull out in front of you. You just, you, you know, you you move them a little bit back. You force these, push. Are these force pushes all traffic related? Well, uh, no. It's also it's also you just trip kids at the mall. Okay, there we go. All right, all right. This is all pretty pedestrian stuff. This isn't like in the movies where you're like making people float or you're stopping a plane. This is like, nah, I just want to get the traffic back. <laughs> well, it goes back. It goes back. To, to you know the thing I've talked about before, where like if you're 
the worst thing anybody can do is grant you a wish because every episode of the Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone will, will let you know that's going to be terrible. It's not going to work out. Right. Right. You know, if I can at least, you know, do a little bit of uh, that, you know, and gardening, certainly. You don't want to get your hands dirty. Uh, so you get around the genie trying to fuck you up. Like, oh, you really want to move stuff. All right. Boom. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, let's like tripping, like like tripping kids at the mall. Like, we, that's so funny. Uh, kids falling kids, off bikes. Kids, kids, are, kids are acting up. Kids are acting up at the mall and just yelling about wanting a thing. Suddenly, boop! Not you know, not the hard, but just enough that they're on their on their little bum. Oh, like, and if you do, you know, trip them a little bit too hard, you have the opportunity to uh, possibly save their life. Maybe. Yes. This is an interesting one. Here's here's an. I have no idea. Well, just so you guys know. I don't know if this has any, any bearing on his answer. Steve-O is in Florida. So the next question is, flamingo or ostrich? Flamingo or ostrich? Flamingo or ostrich? Patrick? Uh, I would not want to fight an ostrich, so flamingo. Uh, Justine? Good answer. Uh, Anita? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Um, I'm going to go ostrich just because I love the TikToks of the girl yelling at her ostrich on her farm whenever he's interrupting her videos. If you've oh. never seen them, they're she does great. The, she, does the, uh, she does like the force hand where she gets him to stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he does stop. Yeah. So I think they can listen. They just need to be trained, Patrick. So those are those are emus. Those aren't ostriches. They're oh, emus. is it not an ostrich? Oh, just it's a yeah. fucking emus. Ostriches are the big fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Emu, uh, emus look a lot like ostriches, though. I can see where you do. would think that. Yeah. Thank you. Mm, not as tall. Not, not as tall. That they're both large birds. Yeah. Absolutely. It looks more like it looks more like a, a an emu and an ostrich look more like each other than a flamingo does. So they're right. you know. That's right. I, I feel like we're just trying to make Anita feel good at this. Point. I went I to know. I went to high school with a bunch of <laughs> emu kids. <laughs> Thank you. These are the jokes. That was good. Uh, I love team make Anita feel better. Thank uh, you. And I'm still gonna go ostrich. <laughs> John, what do you say? You think uh, you think uh, Steve-O's a flamingo lover or a uh, or an ostrich lover? I'm gonna say um, ostrich. Uh, Jake, uh, I'm gonna go with emu. So ostrich. Here's why I yeah. think Stevo, Stevo is a lover of dinosaurs, and uh, I feel mm-hmm. like the ostrich mm-hmm. is probably closer to a dinosaur than a flamingo is. I don't know, just in the way they they they, they move around, and, um, they're kind of jerks. So I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say ostrich. Stevo. Well. Here's 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 the the issue. Are we talking about eating them? Because I'll absolutely eat an ostrich. You kidding me? Those <laughs> things are delicious. However, um, I want to hang out with a flamingo because those guys are already down to party. Look at, look at those idiots <laughs> stand on one leg, being all dumb. I love them. One on everyone's lawn. So which one? Which yeah. one is it? Is it yeah. flamingo, flamingo or ostrich? Flamingo. Did oh, anyone say I flamingo? I love that I was right. You all can suck. <laughs> all right, Patrick is. But these awesome. were all like. I, like, but I'll. Everyone had a good answer. I like. I just like flamingos. I'll take this. Steve, that was me. your answer, but it wasn't the right answer. Pa- Patrick, Patrick is on his way. Patrick is the way. All I can do is apologize. Patrick is on his way to being uh, Steve-O's best friend. 
Patrick's yes. the student who did the formula wrong, but somehow still got the right answer. Yes. Okay, I did. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you got to the solution either way. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's how you win. Uh, painting or sculpture? Painting or sculpture? Ooh. Steve Painting or sculpture? What do you say, Patrick? Uh, I'm going to go with painting just because it's me and that's what I like and I don't really care. <laughs> Uh, Justine, what do you say? Oh, she's going to kill you. Fascinating. Uh, Anita. <laughs> I'm going to go painting because I feel like they're easier to sell, which means if he was really good at it, he can make more money. And who doesn't like money? Steve-O. Steve-O is like, a, he's a, he's basically a, a communist. I don't know if you know. According to every Republican. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, John. I will say painting. Jake, uh, I'm gonna, I'm feeling sculpture. I'm, I'm feeling gonna, sculpture. I'm gonna say this just because of the the amount of work that went into doing his dental molds for Hob the Troll, and the fact that it's, the fact that it's hands on and three dimensional. I'm gonna say sculpture. I feel like Steve yeah. doesn't Steve doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna go with sculpture. Jake and I are gonna say sculpture. Steve-O, what is the correct answer? So we're going to do a visual tour. This is going to be great for your, your podcast here, um, <laughs> the audio. <laughs> I am, I, I'm pretty good at, at uh, quite a few mediums. This is a drawing that I did that's cardboard and Sharpie. That's wow. what that is. Nice. Okay. Wow. We're going to go over here. And you can see the, the bear behind me. I got a bear. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, there's an Audrey 2 I made. Oh wow! Ooh. And uh, with with uh, some folks work at a craft store, and that's one of those pumpkins. Yeah. Oh yeah, open. we sell those. Some paper craft I did, and then Ooh. I've also recently started working with uh, uh, EVA foam. Oh look at that! I made that nice. <laughs> wow, nice. Uh, sculpture is the answer. Yes. Wow, Jake. Yeah, Patrick. And uh, oh, beautiful. Oh, look at that cat. Yeah. All right. All right I love that. Hel- I love the helmet with the horns. That's great. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. Good work, Steve. I wish, uh, I wish, send pictures of that. Uh, post- send me a picture of the Audrey and the helmet. We'll post them on Twitter. Uh, Excellent. Peanut butter, cup, oh. peanut butter cup or peppermint patty. I don't know how big of a peanuts fan he is. So I, let's see. I'll, uh, Patrick. Uh, I'm going to say peanut butter cup because peppermint patties, you can eat like one of them and then your teeth kind of hurt after a while. And then peanut butter cups, you can just keep eating those. <laughs> like you never feel bad about eating a peanut butter cup. Patrick's just answering for himself. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. trying to think of. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how you play this game. Uh, Justine. She's going to kill you. Good answer. Will she even know? Anita. Will she even know that Mario's doing this? Yes. <laughs> Hundred percent. Okay. Are we wow. allowed to know That's... if Steve has a peanut allergy before? I you... do not have a peanut allergy. Okay, thank you. I felt like that um... was cheating. <laughs> no, one's gonna kill him, the other one's not. I feel like if you were friends with Steve, <laughs> you would wait, know wait. that he had you a peanut allergy. You have a peppermint patty allergy. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Plot twist, he's allergic to chocolate and we're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Answer is neither because I would oh. die either way. 
Steve was like, I don't like candy. You're all wrong. <laughs> what did you say, Ani- this Ani- is hard. Anita? I'm going I'm to go peanut butter cup because that's what I would pick. <laughs> John, what do you say? It's a high, it's a really just smart strategy. I don't judge you at all for that. Thank you. These fools are jealous. John, what do you say? I will say Marcy. No, I'll say Peppermint Patty. Yeah, there you go. Wow, you're going to go with Peppermint Patty. All right. Uh, Jake? Um, I'm going to go... I was going to go Peanut Butter Cup, but you know what? I don't, I'm feeling Peppermint Patty. Listen, I'm going to say Peanut Butter uh, Cup for, just for the fact that uh, I know that Steve-O is a millennial and not part of the silent generation. So... <laughs> He's not 95 years old with uh, peanut butter, with junior, <laughs> eating junior mints. All right. What do you got for us, Steve-O? My wife recently asked me how many peanuts I've eaten in a lifetime, and there's no answer to that question. I go through a jar of peanut butter a week. There we wow. go. Peanut butter all day. So uh, Patrick was right. I was right. Anita, Anita was, was right. right. Mm-hmm. So far, Patrick and I are tied. Justine probably is too. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know what? I take it she's probably in the lead. Let's be honest. So it's ju- you have junior mints and you have York. Are there any other peppermint patty candies? Um, there's those little bricks. Those uh, what are they? Andy's. Oh, the Andy's mints. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Those now are an good. Andy's mint in a cookie. Oh, that that'll fuck my shit. Oh, oh, <laughs> somebody's been. Uh, I think we'll somebody's been. Uh, somebody puts that in ice cream. They crumble them up into ice cream too. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what the game is is you get those Girl Scout cookies, the thin yeah. mints, and then you put them in the freezer. Oh my god. Andy's are great, but you have to eat like a box of them to equal like one peppermint patty. No, that's why you, so- you put them. You put them in a cookie, and like the mint oil goes into ah. the cookie. Oh. But the lime in a cookie, like you bake a cookie, and then you yeah, the yeah, you crumble up Andy's mints instead of chocolate chips. Wow. Ooh, man, that's decadent. <laughs> yes. Uh, here let me we tell go. you. Let me oh. tell you a real decadent thing. My wife made banana bread. And she she browned the butter for the banana bread. Oh, so it's kind of a oh. bananas foster situation. And then you put a little bit of uh, um, strawberry ice cream on that. You have just made yourself a, a fat uh, man, a tiramisu <laughs> kind of situation, but with like a, a, a strawberry uh, banana. It's the best. Wow. Uh, by the way, tiramisu situation. Love them. They open for uh, blah 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 back in blah blah blah. Um, great joke. All right, here that we go. Was, uh, they opened for Depeche Mode back in the nineties. Here we go. No, uh, just can't get enough. Hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing? I, I like that. that. I like I that. Yeah. All right, here we go. A Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster? Patrick, what's your favorite? Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> it has nothing to do with my favorite, but I definitely think Steve would say Loch Ness. <laughs> Justine? Uh, uh, Anita? It was the Loch Ness Monster or who? Bigfoot. Um, 
The Loch Ness monster is a little snake thing, right? <laughs> like, it looks like a like a like a what? what, what it looks, it looks like a brontosaurus. No, no, no. It looks like a <laughs> no a plesiosaur. No, plesiosaur. Plesiosaurus. Like a what? A plesiosaur. Oh, okay. The one with the I don't know. Some kind of dumb dinosaur. Oh, well, Mario said he likes dinosaurs, so I'm gonna go Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Uh, John. Uh, just to be different, I'll say uh, Bigfoot. Uh, that's not how you gamble, John. That's how I do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> handsome Dan. Um, please, uh, uh, please, so Loch Ness monster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Loch Ness. I'm gonna go Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Uh, Steve-o? The correct name for the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, oh, is based on megafauna. Or uh, yeah, megafauna, uh, Gigantropithecus. There's a real name. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. They found it. Well, it's it's so um, the Loch Ness monster. There are freshwater eels that people see and recognize, or driftwood. Also, if you take a picture of an elephant swimming, it looks a lot like a Loch Ness monster because their trunk goes out of the water. Ah. You can see the top of their head and their back, and that's what pe- so people have done that. Um, but there's no elephants in Scotland <laughs> that we right. know of. I mean, you can you can you can take one there, take yeah. him for a photo shoot. He's not gonna like it. <laughs> no, no, you're gonna have a bad day. Uh, <laughs> so Yetis have a real scientific name. That's Bigfoot. amazing. No, Bigfoot. a Yeti is not a Sasquatch. They're two different animals. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, hey. they're not the same. They're not the same, huh? Get it right, John. Huh. Oh. Is that is that true? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not all, well I mean, think of the difference between an African elephant and, and an um, Indian elephant. Oh, because Bigfoot is like Pacific Northwest, right? Right. Yeah, and in Florida we have a skunk ape. Okay, and Yeti is like up in the Himalayas. All right, right. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Here's a fun. Here's a fun thing for everyone to do: do a deep dive of Jimmy Stewart and and uh, the Abominable Snowman and uh, the. NSSA. That is a fun. I'm not going to say anything else. Jesus, you will you will fall down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, my friend. I tell you, I tell you, it's, it's, it's huge. It's it's, it's huge. Uh, I, saw, uh, uh, I was there with the uh, Tibetan monks for a time, and they uh, they taught me how to throat sing, and I'm going to do that here, Mr. Carson, if you don't mind. After I read a poem about my dead dog, he's real, you pieces of. Oh, I swear. Uh, uh, big, uh, big, Bigfoot, you once called me a, 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 a miserable old man. So uh, you said, is Bigfoot your answer, Steve-O? Bigfoot. John, you got yeah. it. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to swim against the tide. <laughs> John's John. Here we go. Last question for the win. Smokey the Bear or McGruff the Crime Dog? <laughs> Smokey the Bear or McGruff the Crime Dog? I'm gonna go Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear. Uh, Justine, we all know, will say McGruff the Crime Dog. She likes trench coats. Anita. Smokey. Well, it's 420 tomorrow. John. Hey. It's funny, it's funny that Woodsy Owl didn't make it into this contest. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, this is like generational. So, um, He's kind of like uh, Steve-O's smack in the middle there. Um, 
I will say Smokey the Bear because he's more like Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good hey, That's good. <laughs> An anthropomorphic <laughs> bear. Uh, uh, Jake. Um, I don't know. Steve is all about safety, and McGruff likes to take a bite out of crimes. Yeah, you, let me. You know what? Okay, you're gonna go McGruff because I I feel like Steve is a guy who's all for uh, you know, for 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 law and order. But also, uh, Steve-O, uh wore a pith helmet uh, at one of his jobs, and that helmet is very similar to the Smokey the Bear Ranger hat. So I'm gonna go Smokey the Bear. What do you say, Steve-O? It's not Smokey the Bear. It's Smokey Bear, uh, and Smokey Bear is the right answer. Uh, McGruff. Um, is like I love dogs, but um, snitches get stitches. We don't talk wow. to the police around my house. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I want to. I want to help. I want to help. You know, nature and make sure that nature's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna tell the cops nothing. <laughs> it's so. I love that. It's Smokey Bear. It's not Smokey the Bear. It's Smokey Bear. Uh, yeah, that's his name. The car does say Smokey the Bear. Just so you know. Wow. wow. But they, they're wrong. I love it. She was all, but they would be wrong. Patrick, you <laughs> said Patrick, you said uh you said Smokey. Oh yes, I did. Anita said Smokey. John said uh Smokey. Jake said McGruff. I am out here to win. And I said Smokey. So uh Patrick and I uh are are, are Steve's best friends. Nice. And uh John John and Anita are very good friends. Mm. I love everybody. I love it's you all. just a disappointment. Uh, everyone, you guys did great. You, 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 you. Even the reasons you were given, I'm like, oh, I, that you make a, a good point, an interesting argument. Jake and Justine, I love you are, all. Are, 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 uh, they nodded him from across the room, kind of give him. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced Justine does not like me, and that's why she's pretending to be on the phone so that she doesn't have to. Uh... I, I've got news for you. Justine doesn't like anybody, so don't don't feel bad. That's just. Even me, Even you the least, especially you, yeah. you the yeah. least, <laughs> you, you the least. That's so great. Come on, guys. That's she hates me. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Who among us? Who you among gotta, us? You gotta say it like Boris Karloff. Anti Pofto. Wow, that's great. Oh my you god, that's how my you day. get. That's how you get into uh, Boris Karloff. If you ever want to do an impression, just say you. That's right. Frank, Frank Gorshin once said, it's a one-word impression. All you got to know is antipasto. <laughs> uh, you do not know how many times uh, 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 John has said that in the course of our friendship, Steve-O. That was uncanny. No. I know. It's incredible. Uh, it's funny. And, and it's funny because people usually look at you and go, what the fuck is that? Why would you say antipasto? <laughs> and Mario will just kind of like have this knowing grin on his face. Well, you see. You got a half hour. There was this accuracy. <laughs> there was this accuracy. And, uh, and his name was Lon Chaney Jr. And he made this movie called London After Midnight. And it's been lost forever. And he's got these teeth. Do you, do you remember a show called The Copycats where it was all the impressionists? It was Frank Dorshin, Rich Little, um, George Kirby, all those guys. And it was like a half hour of them just doing sketches where they did impressions. No. <clears throat> I miss out on all the good stuff. Hmm. I should, I should have been born a boomer. Well, that stuff's turning up on YouTube. All right. Well, but it's it's crazy to see that many. You got like a whole room of impressionists, and they're just doing all these big. You know, it's great to see like you know five of them at a time. You know, and Frank, this guy's specialty is Terry Grant. This guy's specialty is John Wayne. You know, and Frank Gorshin's the best, right? 
Well, he's my favorite, but you got some pretty good talent there. And they got one woman, the only woman uh, impressionist I ever knew of, uh, Marilyn Michaels, did a dead-on Barbara Streisand. She'd cross the eye and do the whole bit, you know. And she'd do Judy Garland, you know, she did all that stuff. Oh, so it's it. funny. She she got to do all the women. You know, there's like eight guys and one woman, you know. That's great. Kind of like when, uh, when, when Andrea Martin would do it on SCTV. Bingo. Bingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. The best. The best. And, oh, and, uh, so and uh, 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 Moira. Catherine O'Hara. And Catherine O'Hara. Moira wasn't bad. Yeah, they're both solid. Yeah, you just don't find that too often, you know. Well, we're, what we need to do is we need to take a quick break because Jake has some <laughs> internet issues he needs to get uh, squared away here. He needs to reboot everything. Uh, he needs to reboot his life. And then uh, so we're going to take Damn, a quick break. That got dark. <laughs> Why you gotta call me? Why you gotta call me out like that? Why? <laughs> we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, hopefully Jake can stay on long enough to discuss uh, the Big Lebowski. So, and Justine, will get off the phone. Yeah, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're gonna talk Big Lebowski. Welcome back to the Superior to Compass. What a nice break. We took like a 20-minute break. Only meant to take like 10 minutes. Anita got herself a nice salad. I got myself a burger. Uh, Justine and Patrick are waiting for fish tacos. I yelled at everybody. It was a good break. It was a good break. We talked about Dinosaur Kingdom 2, which is where you should take the family. And uh, this we felt valued. Oh, This portion of the that, show yeah. is brought to you by Dinosaur Kingdom uh, 2. Did anyone go see uh, Super Mario Brothers over the weekend? Uh, did anyone see it? I, we have a lot of Nintendo fans in here. Nobody wants to see it. Okay. Um, it. Uh, I got a review from uh, from uh, Lilypot. She recommends it. She enjoyed it. She loved it. I've heard good things. Honestly, she said I mean, it was great. She said it was just if you love the video games, you'll love it. That's what she said. I guess it's now the number one. What the number one earner for uh, animated films or something? No video uh, game. Like- video game adaptations. Okay, I thought somebody said even for animated, it was the biggest opening, biggest opening for an animated film. Oh, is that true? Maybe I don't know. That's crazy. Well, because it's, anybody... because it's global. Super Super Mario is is global. Yeah. It's global. Everybody plays it. Yeah. Everybody knows it. He's bigger than Mickey Mouse. Mm. It combines our love of mushrooms with our love of jumping. That's true. There you go. That is true. And it spans generations. It's like three generations now have played yeah. Nintendo games. So yeah. I heard that there were like people taking their kids. Yeah, that it was a thing where it was a real thing. You got, you know, people taking their kids. You don't get that too often these days. Right, right, right. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Lilypot recommends uh, Super Mario Brothers, even though none of us have seen it. But uh, we, you know, I, you know, I'm always interested. Uh, you know what we watched this week, guys? A really divisive film. We watched a really divisive uh, film. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. We're going to find out about it. Patrick's going to tell us all about it right now. Patrick? All righty. The Big Lebowski, released March 6, 1998, directed by the Coen brothers, both Ethan and Joel. Got an 8.1 on IMDb, a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a budget of... Sorry, I have to scroll real quick. Good lord, where is it? Uh, with a budget of fifteen million dollars, grossed worldwide. What? Justine, would you care to guess? 
25 million. Justine says 25. Uh, John Sandy, what do you guess? What do you guess? You might know this, John. You just- uh, I Yeah, I, I know the answer, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. bow out. Uh, Jake, you got your internet problems handled? Good to see you. You haven't dropped off once. What do you get? What do you got? I give it 20. 20 mil. Remember, this is their follow-up to Fargo, guys. Remember, this is their follow-up. Yeah, it's it kind of negative there, bud. Uh, Anita? No, 15 mil, 20. It made its money back. Anita? Um, I don't know. 35. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say uh, this made... I'm going to say this made 60 million. I'm going to say 60 million. Steve-O, our guest. You are our guest. We are your hosts. What is your pleasure? Uh, I'll say... Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be 42 this year. I'll say 42. Oh, nice. Nice. Happy birthday. Uh, December 3rd. December 3rd. The same as our friend, uh, Kalei. Yeah. Uh, closest without going over goes to our guest star at $47 million. This tripled its money. Wow. There you go. There you go. Congratulations, yeah, was a, Steve-O. It was a Thanks. smash success. All right, guys. Well, that's our show. Uh, we will be back uh, oh, next great. week. We're going to talk about bum, next week. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, all right. Who should we start with? Well, you know what? Let's start with Steve-O. Steve-O, uh, tell us your thoughts on, on Lebowski. What was it like watching it again? What was the first, What was your first encounter with The Big Lebowski? first encounter I ever saw this movie, uh, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it. Um, there was a, a young lady who I liked who had uh, watched it and liked it and she had it on VHS. And so we watched it and uh, I'm like, Oh, I like this a lot. It is it. And then, yeah, I, I fell in love with it right away. And then um, it was one of those movies where like, sometimes the more popular a thing gets, the less I, I, I tend to like it um, just because, because I get sick of people talking about it. Right. Um, and there's definitely been this, you know, thing with this movie. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't always, like, I'm not going to say it doesn't live up to the hype, but some of the hype is, um, it's it's not for the reasons that I like it. What I like about it is it is a, it's a noir where all the characters are idiots. Right. Like if you took a Raymond Chandler novel and just made everyone an asshole, <laughs> that's what this movie is. I think you, I told you this movie doesn't always land for me. And you said, uh, the key is, is the key is thinking yeah. of it as noir where everybody in it is too stupid to realize they're in a noir. movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like when I watched it again, I'm like, Oh my, yeah, they don't like, uh, just just Walter is the worst person. Like everybody is the worst possible person in this movie, and it's just oh, it's so good. It's so, but it's it's like when when people say like oh, I hate this movie. I'm like yeah, you're you're for all the reasons people don't like it. Those are legit reasons, but you're missing the point, which is a yeah um, a noir where. You know, all all of the classic, um, like, 
all the classic tropes. Well, they can't make it. Who can we get? Who like what? What kind of what? What person do we want to plug in here as the heavy? Um, instead of it being like a you know a, a, a hard boiled uh, you know grizzled uh, uh, World War II soldier, it's uh, you know this this guy from Vietnam who's still dealing with stuff. Um, it's it's uh, instead of it being like you know this tough gang, they're a bunch of like you know uh industrial art rock right dudes who are also in a porn movie you know it's it's it it yeah i yeah i like this movie a lot and you know tara reed as a um trophy wife uh who uh has started some adult features that's just good casting that's just <laughs> i always forget that she's the she's the girl i always forget that she's the one yeah. She's she's bunny. Yeah, she's bunny. Bunny Lebowski. Uh, and uh, who's your favorite character in the movie, Steve-O? It changes. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I like the dude. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna go to Lebowski Con or, or dress like him. I, I, you know, maybe it might be a, a fun Halloween thing because my buddy Josh could look like Walter and it'd be hilarious but you know um it's 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 also comedy like a kind of comedy you don't really see in movies anymore or even then like when he's nailing the thing to the floor uh the board of the floor and then you know to like prop over the you know like to because people keep breaking his house and then they just open the door and the chair just falls down that is beautiful that is a beautiful piece of comedy that yeah, uh, that's like Keaton esque, you know, yes. where they, they pile all the stuff in front of the door and it opens the other way. That's like yeah. Brian had a had a Keaton, yeah. Uh, do you have a uh, so? Would you say that's your favorite scene in the movie, or is that your favorite gag? It's 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 one of my favorite. It's it's probably my favorite gag. Um, yeah. Uh, other people go. I yeah. <laughs> John, uh, yeah. you saw this theatrically. Yeah, and I, I'm a big uh, Coen Brothers fan, and I loved Barton Fink. I knew a lot of people that did not like Barton Fink. They didn't get it. They didn't like it. And I loved it. Then I saw this, and um, it's the first Coen Brothers movie I didn't, I didn't dig right off the bat. I, I didn't quite get it. I wasn't really laughing. I didn't. And then I saw it. I probably saw it this thing three times. Uh, not the theater. I saw it once in the theater. And then over the years, I, I gave it another try. I thought there's got to be something buried in here that I'm not getting. And after about three, watching it three times over the years, I finally got it. I got it because I heard that the Coen brothers specifically wanted it to be like a Raymond Chandler movie. Mm, yeah. And, and then even beyond that, they said, a, especially the long goodbye. And then they said, Robert Altman's the long goodbye, which is kind of a comedy with Elliot Gould it was really an yeah. odd take on, on Raymond Chandler and Philip Marlowe because it was uh, contemporary L.A. He said, let's do it like he's dressed like it's 1940, but we're just going to do it contemporary, which would have been like 73. And that's a really odd movie, too, but very funny. It's a snapshot of L.A., which all Chandler stuff is a snapshot, whether it's the books or the movies. It's always L.A. specific. And it's always about characters. And that's what the Cohen said. They said it's this yeah. is going to be about these characters and it's more he's they say you have to just forget about caring 
what the storyline is because um like the big sleep that was just on last night i watched it on turner and you have to let go of the fact that you're nobody's ever going to figure out what the plot is because even the author and the director couldn't quite tell you who shot who and whose motivation was what they said just let go of that and have fun with the characters so then i finally somehow that was the key and i just started laughing at all the the crazy dialogue and uh and Jeff Bridges is just so great. He's mm-hmm. just so so perfect as this sort of like stumbling hippie that really just barely knows what's going on. But then when and, you do like like once you once you've you know watched that and appreciate that to to do that, you can go back and then try to like follow the plot. And it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is yeah, there's, yeah. there's plot yeah. in there. It's it's hiding yeah. in there, but it's there. And unlike the big sleep, there is there is a way to decipher it. Like the big sleep, there's just no way to decipher it. Uh, and especially after they like cut out 20 minutes, there's no way to really put it together. This last time I said, I think I finally get what the, you know, I, I, there was still like a piece I didn't get. Like the fact that, that the, the big Lebowski's a phony, that he doesn't, yep. he doesn't even have the money. It's the, it's, it's the foundation money. And this was a scam to get a million bucks and hope that what's her name never came back. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, so every time I've watched this, I've enjoyed it a little more. You can just let go. And it, it, the soundtrack is great. All so the characters good. are really funny. I love just the side characters like Julianne Moore, you know, all of her stuff. She sounds like she's channeling, you know, Catherine Hepburn or something, you know, that sort of brittle, you know, New England sort of artsy fartsy voice, you know. And I love Walter now because I, that's another one. I thought, what's going on with this Walter guy? That's based on John Milius. They said this is basically, it even looks like John Milius with the sunglasses and the camouflage and the guns. They say basically he's playing John Milius, who's this big, blustery, you know, uh, gun guy, you know. Not to mention the <laughs> fact he wrote, he wrote Apocalypse Now and directed things like Big Wednesday. Uh, Oh, you I know, just I just but, googled a picture of him, and oh my god, yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? It took me forever to figure that out. Somebody <laughs> said, you know, if you don't know what's going on with Walter, this is a real guy. So I don't know. It took me forever, but when I finally got it, now every time I watch it, I enjoy it even more. I just laugh harder every time I watch it because I, I I just let go of the idea that you have to know all the plot points. You don't just you have to, yeah. just have to forget about it. And then you can start enjoying, like, what happens to his car. All the stuff that happens to his car. And finally, when they set it on fire, he goes, they finally did it, man. They killed my car. (laughs) Five attempts, you know. And just all the stuff that's specifically L.A. Like, all that stuff, like the guy being the the script writer for Branded. You know, all that stuff Mm -hmm. that is, like, real stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, Branded. You know, after Rifleman (laughs) that show, Branded, you're like, God, there's all this stuff that's specific to LA. So um, I don't know. I always loved the long goodbye. And so once I realized this is really, they're just riffing, you know, on Raymond Chandler. I just, now I really enjoy the hell out of it. Anita, you had a visceral reaction when I said we were going to talk about this movie. Uh, I think you said, oh no, or ugh, or you said a, a, a barf emoji. I can't remember what it was, but it was a barf emoji. It was a barf emoji. Let's let's explore that. Tell us about the barf emoji. Tell us what led you to uh, what what's going on with uh, you and Lebowski. Um, first off, the only reason I ever watched this movie, I think it 
think I watched it in like 2020 for the first time in the middle of the pandemic was because I was dating this guy that I'd met online and we were talking. He was like, this is my favorite movie. Of course. I was like, it's that. his favorite movie. I'm going to watch it. Um, no offense to my Caucasian folks, but he was a white boy. Yeah, and he was like, I love this movie. I love this movie. And I watched it and I was like, this movie is stupid. So I never told him that I watched it because I didn't want to tell him that I thought it was stupid. And then he ended up forgetting my birthday. So then we stopped talking. So (laughs) I should have told him that I hated it. But I don't know. I just don't think it's funny. I just, I like nothing connects me to anyone in the, in the movie. Um, the only like camaraderie or like connection I feel to anyone is the fact that they like white Russians and that's it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I basically connect with the, with the cab driver, uh, or with the, the only time I connect with the dude is when he says he hates the fucking Eagles. I'm like, yes, there's a guy I can, there's a character I, I appreciate. Uh, I think the one time I laughed was when he was like leaving the mansion after meeting the other Lebowski mm-hmm. and he's like taking a rug. Yeah. Like I thought that was funny. I was like, okay, that was actually like kind of funny. He was like, no, no, no. He said I could take it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. That the was, part that that's the I always that's forget it. is the spit take he does when she's she talks about mm-hmm. how what she's doing. She's like, Oh, this helps in conception. And he does the spit take with the white mm-hmm. Russian. That part always Oh, when he figures out what's actually going yeah, on. That part always <laughs> makes me laugh. Um uh so did so this guy so there's a very specific type of person who says Lebowski is their favorite movie. It's a very specific age and a very specific type of yeah. who says Big Lebowski is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um and much like Steve O said, there's people it's a tendency I had the same reaction with Monty Python that Steve O talked about when when stuff is so popular and people uh, or people hype it up so much. Yeah. It's for me it's people that that quote uh, the Holy Grail over and over. Yeah, it yeah. makes me. Even though I love that movie, it makes me just want to. I, I have a, re- a rea- I get a reaction to it. Uh, I shouldn't do that. I mean, I should just be like, nice about it. <laughs> it ruins it for you because you've heard it done poorly so many times. Right. So many people go <laughs> African or European or something in yours. We're yeah. the knights who say nah. That never. There's never a conversation where that flows easily into. Whereas, with, even if you work at a Renaissance festival right, for twenty right, fucking years, right. But as you must hear that all the time, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they each think that they're the first one to fucking do it, right? Yeah. Every time, right? Uh, and I feel like Lebowski is a movie that is quotable. I feel like I yeah. feel like it is a movie that you can quote, and you can get away with it because it, you know, the, the dialogue is contemporary. But at the same time, I think that uh, there's this very specific person whose entire personality is Lebowski yeah. is my favorite movie, and I'm gonna. You know, it's people who just go, you're out of your fucking element, Donnie, all the time. And it's like, they don't get why that's abrasive. You know what I mean? They just think mm-hmm. it's a good line. and They don't understand that. They will know that. Guy's you you know what it is, Mario? It's because <laughs> a lot of the movie, it just sounds like a bunch of non sequiturs. Right. And I think people that like it for that reason, it's almost like a secret handshake. Like you're in a club. So you can say that. Right. You're out of your element, Donnie. And you kind of nod and go, okay, you're in yeah. the club. But it's like. I can understand why people would hate this movie. I really do. Yeah. Well, you, so it's like Steve O said it perfectly. If you love it, I get it. And if you hate it, I also get it. You you hit <laughs> you the know? nail on the head, John. You you hit it when you said this is like Altman, but we we talked about it. I watched the long goodbye over COVID and I loved it. But we watched Nashville on the show, and remember what we talked about? None of us yeah. like Nashville. 
And it was all yeah, because I didn't like Nashville it either. Be, it was because it was people just talking over each other loudly. Yeah. And yeah. That's it's what, not funny. That's what Walter does for most of this movie, and it just gets old after a while. Like it's I, weird that people like that character because he's the most annoying character in the movie. I, it's weird that people connect with him because he's really the most awful guy in the movie. Even you know, even even the dude is just like you're just a fucking asshole, Walter. <laughs> and and right. go well, and like what you know, and either what you're saying, but like you know, not connecting to the character is like that's that's good. We we you're we, not supposed we, we, to right yeah they're all they're all just terrible people and if yes. you can go into a movie being like okay these are these are a bunch of idiots and yes they are stupid and all that stuff and just like okay it's then it's it's like watching you know it's like watching people falling down on online it's like okay you're gonna get what you deserve you idiot you know it's right. They're either rotten. They're either rotten or they're stupid. There's really nobody in the movie that's not either rotten or stupid. There's uh, one good person in this movie. Is it Donnie? No, it's Sam Elliott. <laughs> oh yeah, but he seems like a. Uh, he almost seems like a figment of their imagination. Like, well, oh, okay. yeah, he's there. Well, well, that's what. That's what you know. Like you know what you know. Uh, where everybody they take the normal tropes, and they just have somebody else do it. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so instead like of instead the, of a, you know, like, you know, an all, all powerful narrator, why is this cowboy talking? Right. And, and the Coen t- brothers had an answer for that. They said in the Chandler books, it's usually Philip Marlowe doing the voiceover. And that was not going to work with this movie. You, you can't have the dude doing the voiceover. It's got to be somebody who the audience can connect to. So they, they said, yes, uh, it had to be uh, like a surrogate for the audience, you know. They were going to have, um, and they tried to get somebody else for, uh, to, to be, uh, you know, the big Lebowski, but he said, yeah. no, does anyone know who it is? Who was that? Was it Charles oh, Gurning? Uh, Andy Griffith. Wow. That would have been great. That would have been great. Guess why he said no. Why? Why? Because it's says fuck a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Well, Christ, you'd think the guy did a face in the crowd. You'd think he could see where this was going, you know? Yeah. Um, I think they also uh, did Mario. Did you see Ernest Borgnine? Because I think they tried him too. They tried to get Ernest Borgnine as well. I don't know, but I'll tell you what: using Sam Elliott as a cowboy character, going back to what Steve said, that kind of frames it as a tall tale. I always feel like that. Kind yes. Of, so yes. that kind of works that way. It works for that. Way. I have always, I have always viewed this movie as not being true in any sense. This is someone telling a story, and that's why everybody is so fucking ridiculous. Uh. Well, Anita, did you like it? Was it was it more tolerable this time, or was it worse? Or I'll ask the question, Stevo. I'm sorry, uh, Anita. Was, was it more tolerable this time? Was it better? Was it worse? <laughs> I kid, of course. I um, Steve-O, question, Steve-O. it was. I would say it was a little bit more tolerable, but not a lot. I still have the same, the same feeling. I'll tell you what. I was I was waiting for the John style revelation again every time i watch this movie i'm waiting because john told me try it again try it again try it again and i've trusted john so many times that he's never let me down but it just this movie just can't seem to break through i I just can't seem to break through everything i hate about this movie to probably like the long goodbye better right i did i loved it 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it actually sticks more to the Chandler but idea. But I love because you know, it, but, it is Chandler. But once Steve-O unlocked that for me, once he said it's noir, but everybody's too stupid, I was like, oh, there's the trope. There's the beautiful. There's the, there's the beautiful yeah. girl who's like the big sleep. It's the little sister, and it's, you know, yeah, and yep. then yep. and there then somebody's go. a patsy. We're going to use the detective as a patsy, and then this is going to happen. And here's the estranged. Yeah, here's the estranged family member or the ex-wife who's going to clue him in as to what's really going on. Here, here's the MacGuffin of, of right. Jackie Treehorn. Here's, right. And here's yeah. the, and with Chandler and with Chandler, there's always a pornographer. You know, even back in the '40s, he always works in somebody who's like a, a pornographer. You know. And here's the plot twist. Oh, he doesn't have any money. He's <laughs> Really, uh-huh. he's really you know it's like oh it all fits but i still and as much as i love noir it's just i'm telling you walter kills this movie for me yeah he's so overbearing he's that so it really it's tough it's like if you survive this movie and actually like it you've survived spending right. an entire movie with walter yeah there's <laughs> no. bits i love and then there's other bits i don't patrick you are you love this movie. Tell us about I love this what movie. it was like watching it again and how much you loved it and what did you love? I always enjoy this movie because I, I enjoy it as a character study and delving into people who are outrageous and ridiculous and how their lives intermesh and intertwine. And it, it's a film about a guy who just kind of gets fucked up over because he's got the same last name as somebody else. Like it's mistaken identity. Right. Yeah. Um another I, another uh, film noir trope. Yeah, yeah. I I said it earlier. I've always viewed this as a tall tale. It's never been like supposed to be. You're supposed to take everything as truthful and factual. You go from uh, moments of uh, inane conversation to points where he's having a uh, psychedelic flashback about getting uh, smashed by a bowling ball and bowling pins. So... You know, it's 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 meant to be taken with a grain of salt. I can get why people don't like this. If you don't like the characters, it can be super abrasive. Um, I totally get why people don't enjoy this movie. I find it fun. Um, and it took probably... The, the first viewing, I really just enjoyed the characters. The second viewing is when the plot really stuck through and I figured out like, what was going on. Um, and, you know, it's it's... I, I like this movie. I, I think the characters are interesting. Uh, I, I like the fact that you're not supposed to relate to anybody. You're not supposed to be like, hey, I kind of see myself in this person. I like that there are really shitty people in this because it's it's a lot uh, truer to life in that sense. Like that's probably the most grounding part of the film is the fact that there are really shitty people in here doing really shitty things to screw each other over. Uh, who's your favorite character? Uh, the Stranger. Okay. And Absolutely. He's the best. He he steals it every single time he's on the screen or when he is talking. Uh, because he, he, he helps bookend it for you and kind of drives everything home. Yeah. Um, and he's also like the kind of the deus machina in the film where Lebowski figures out, you know, what he's actually should be doing. Uh, I'll tell you what, that, that winning smile when he turns around oh, at the end. When he's sitting at the bar, yeah. I lose my shit every time. I love it. Well, I you do. know, he's got that great voice and that mustache. Oh, it's, and yeah. He, he might as well be saying once upon a time when the movie starts. All that's missing is him going once upon a time in the old right. west. How, <laughs> yeah. how well do you think this guy's, would, how do you think this would have worked if we would have had Harrison Ford Blade Runner uh, no, narrating, uh, narrating Lebowski? <laughs> I don't want to advertise for Lebowski's. <laughs> they don't advertise for narrators. Yeah. Um, That's but, me. Uh, I will say, a close runner-up, I do like Lebowski, even though he is a shitty person. Yeah. He has moments of really genuine kindness 
like his uh, landlord saying, "Hey, you're gonna come to my show, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, absolutely, I'll yeah. fucking and do that." Does, which is more than most people do, right? Exactly. Like he's you know? he he's shitty motivations. He he's really lazy, and it's it's really sad at some points. But deep down, he's a good person, and he's trying to do the right thing a lot of the time. And he has friends who steer him the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. Right. What's funny yeah. is he you're right, he's so lazy, but there are times where he does put it together. He's way behind yeah, he's way behind the curve. And sometimes it takes him an hour and he finally starts putting it together. And you go, I mean, Ow, yeah. Between getting between getting stoned and drunk, how did he ever put it together? He finally kind of puts it together. <laughs> he's right. more on like, top he, of it than Walter. Like, you know? when, he tries, when he tries to be smart and he like like he's at Jackie Tree. That's my favorite scene. Yeah. When he's yeah. at Jackie Tree, because it, it is it is a great parody of all of those. You know, new you know noir movies where it's just like you see somebody writing stuff down, and then he runs over and he traces. It. Yeah, he traces the dick. Doodle of a dude with a boner, and then he yeah. puts it in his pocket, and runs back, and then with the cop, like he's going through his pockets. Yeah, I love it. He's got a Ralph. He's got a he's got a Ralph's card, and he's got this this you know picture of a guy with a boner. Yeah, I love. It. As far as as far as. Uh, I always thought that as far as uh, sketching what a person is like in the opening scene, I can't think of a better scene than him shuffling in his bathrobe, you know, in the early morning through the grocery yeah. store. He writes a check for 16 cents to get the half and half. Yeah, and, he and, he's half already, and half on his lip. And he's already drank out of it. <laughs> yeah, he has half and half on his mustache. Uh, uh, by the way, can we, can we pause for a second and talk about how good Ben Gazzara is for the five minutes that he's in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, oh boy, <laughs> boy! <laughs> honest to God, yeah. that was the part that really got me. Where it was like, boy, he was so perfect in that role as being. Yeah, he does a good job. A, you know why? If this was a straight Raymond Chandler movie, that's who they would have gotten. They would have gotten Ben Gazzara. Right, <laughs> right, right. Think about it. If this was a straight telling of one of the Chandler books, that's who you get. He, he, <laughs> he was. He was the oh. pe- the Pierce Patchett of this world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Once you understand what's going on in this film and like the story and the plot line, watching it again and being able to follow, there's a lot of really small nuance that they do in this film to hint to the plot about what's going on from the beginning. And it's really interesting to see how that develops and you're actually understanding, oh, I get why the fuck this shit is happening. I understand why they're showing me this. I understand how this relates to the bigger plot and why it's so integral for what they're doing. Right. Yeah, you're right. And and, and then, and like, uh, but when people say like, oh, I I hate this film, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I get it. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If I mean, this is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. And, and especially if you like, like, when they're when they're idiots like you know like 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 me and Patrick's like oh you should watch it again well no I don't like yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean I, if it's if it's not it's, straightforward enough for some people I totally get it and if you don't want to invest in it because you didn't find something worthwhile in it to watch again absolutely well, and it is and it is it is stupid it is it is all that but like you know that's that's kind of what I'm hungry for well, sometimes let me tell you yeah. something that I think a lot of people. A lot of people who love movies, especially, I know I've been guilty of this. Uh, we feel a certain uh, 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 we feel a certain sense of duty 
to have to watch certain movies and then it's a disappointment if we don't like them, right? Because they're kind of sure. they're, they're kind of pillars, right? These yeah. kind of pillars in every decade where you say, you know, it's like Justine standing up and saying, "Well, I didn't like Casablanca." As much as we rake her over the coals for that, that's okay. <laughs> I, that's okay. I appreciate the honesty because so many people are like, "What? You don't like uh, Casablanca? That's one of the greatest movies of all time." It's like, yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Citizen Kane. And I've tried yeah. to watch that movie yeah. over and over. So I think we all have movies like that. And it's okay or, or, to or not just media. Like you know, Mario doesn't like the Beatles. I'm not too into Star Wars. It's right. it's like, you know, yeah, other definitely. these are other people's favorite things. Right. Yeah. It's okay not to like stuff. I mean, we make a joke. When out someone of it here. says to me that they don't like the Big Lebowski, I don't go at them and be like, why the fuck not? It's a great movie. I'm like, I totally get it. Absolutely. Right. Most, of, yeah, you most, know, of the, most of the stuff it, I like when people are like, oh, I don't like that. Like, yeah, I know. I, I feel that way yeah. about almost every Wes Anderson movie. Like, I love it, but I understand if you don't, I totally yeah. get why you wouldn't. I totally get why you would not like Yeah, you start wondering. It's They're so odd. Yeah. And you wonder, you know, boy, this is really a limited audience right. for this stuff. It's, right. Wes Anderson's kind of like Robert Altman. You just go, boy, this is not general audience stuff, except for like a fluke like MASH. You just go, people are not going to connect to this. Right. And that's the way Wes Anderson is. You just go, you know, I don't know who gets this stuff, but it's enough to make a profit, I guess. It, it finally <laughs> caught up to me with uh, French Dispatch. I don't read The New Yorker. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, right. that, I, that, movie did, uh, that movie left me cold. I was like, oh, well, now I know how people feel about the life aquatic you know it's like i get it you know i it's get it too I specific like it's right. too specific it's like it's like somebody doing an entire movie about music boxes you're like what why <laughs> <laughs> right it's just i don't know with the cohen brothers i thought this i the reason i probably would have just given up on this after the first try but because i love the cohen brothers i thought well maybe it's me but i've got to give this at least another try same, same, and yeah. finally i unlocked it but i thought because there are cohen brothers movies i don't like there's some of them i just don't yeah. I like, and no matter how many times I've seen them, I just don't dig them. This one, I thought, there's something buried in here, and if I can just get to it, I might be able to connect. <laughs> uh, Justine, I don't know how you feel about Lebowski. You live, obviously. Oh, real quick, I just want to add the cinematography in this film is amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, Roger Deakins, yeah. Why don't we wait? It's well why shot. Don't, why don't we? Uh, he's, like a, he's like a painter. I'll tell you, all those, <laughs> I know that- all those musical scenes, while they're completely uh, oh, nonsensical, wow. are really well shot. Really, really, really. Like a better James Bond beginning when he's on drugs and gets knocked out. <laughs> oh, you're right, Justin. Right. You're right. It, it looks like the credit scenes. Is it weird to say I really, I really, there's something about Julianne Moore dressed as a Valkyrie that. Something for you, doesn't it? Uh, it was you look like, at that and you go, I didn't know I liked that. Yeah, usually I don't like those kind of sandals, but somehow Julianne Moore pulls them off. Um, uh, oh, I do love when he wears the jelly sandals. Yeah, that he does have jelly yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I read online that he still owns those jelly sandals. Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of that stuff was out of his closet. He said, he said, I used to dress like this guy because I was sort of like this guy back in the 60s. So I think the jacket is his, right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah possibly. But, main wardrobe. Yeah, co- yeah, but also costumes by uh, um, Mary Zuffries, who uh, ah. wife of married to uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Murray, uh, Valeriano. Murray Valeriano. But Mary is uh, wonderful. And um, I, um, did I tell you the story? So like when, when, when Mario and I like met IRL, I had just, I had just gotten off, uh, uh, or I just left a party 
um, an Easter party uh, that Mary and uh, Murray had. And uh, yeah, um, it was, uh, I, I met two, uh, two heroes that day. Did uh, Mario and Mike Siegel. Hey, hey, how you doing? Thanks, Murray. <laughs> Uh, I've met Mike Siegel as well. I think I met um, I met them all at the live. Uh, I went to one of yeah. Pat's uh, uh, live shows. Uh, Murray's a great guy. Um, uh, I, you know, his wife will one day win the Oscar. She has to. Yeah. She has yes. to win it. She's been nominated what four times now? Five. Yeah. 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 Um, I forgot you did the costumes for this. Good call. She does the costumes for all of the the Coen Brothers Good movies. Good call, Steve-o. And like talking about you know Coen Brothers and uh, uh, you know costuming, I think they filmed Tom Waits in his day for uh, uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, but that's a different episode. We 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 keep interrupting our our dear friend Justine. You're, you're darn right, we do, and uh, it's okay because we do this every week. Um, damn, damn sure we do. Uh, go ahead, Justine. Tell us. Uh, do you love this movie? Do you not? I have no idea how you feel about this movie. I have a feeling that I have a feeling I'm going to guess you don't like this movie, but I, I know how Justine feels about this movie. We'll see. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Talk to us. How do you feel about this? Um, I don't think I watched this movie until I dated Patrick. I don't yeah. know when I watched it. It could have been like years and years ago. I just have, I have, I have no idea. Um, I feel like, if I wasn't dating Patrick and I saw it on my own, I would probably love it. But Patrick loves it enough for me to not really care. <laughs> it's not I, I love it. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you like this? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Oh, you enjoy this? Why am I watching it? We can't share this. How dare you? I don't have to are, fight are you, for it because he already loves it. So it's right. Like, so how do you feel? So about you're saying it? he loves it enough add, for the both of he loves it enough for the both of you, right? Like, what am I going to add to this? He's already going to fight for it, and like he but, loves it. No, so but like, do you enjoy? Do? But do you personally enjoy it, or do you not enjoy it? That's what I'm. I do to. like it. I just I like other Coen Brother movies, but this is definitely up there. Um, I there just. Go. I got introduced it through Patrick, and Patrick like already told me how much he loved it. Okay. But I felt mm-hmm. like if it was something I just watched, like I know how much people hate Burn After Reading and like hated it, and I freaking loved it even more. So good. I love that movie. And there's so there's things movie. there's there's things in Burn Burn After Reading where it's just like it feels like a Lebowski thing, like the reveal yeah. of his invention. That feels. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I just picked that up, and we will be watching that just for Justine. I actually picked that up; it was like five bucks. The other day. Like I got, a, I bought it for Justine. I remember like leaving the theater, just like love it. Do the arm. <laughs> pump. I, I feel like I need, I need to give that movie another chance because Justine likes it so much. Yeah, I think it's my. Simmons, J.K. Simmons. I want him to be in every yeah. uh, in every movie. Not as, but like, at, like you just know, to kind of like be in it, like in the middle of whatever movie you're watching, you just see footsteps going down the hallway. What the but fuck? You know, his what? last scene, his last scene, I thought was the best scene in the movie. That last five minutes, I thought that's the best <sighs> scene in the movie. He just stole the movie in the last five minutes. You know, you know, you know who I felt did that too was uh, was um, Hail Caesar. 
yep. when mm-hmm. uh, when George Clooney does the, the the crucifixion speech and he's doing this really yeah. moving speech and they do the whole pan everything and then he loses the line and he's just all hmm ah, yeah. son of a bitch and then Quincy, <laughs> Quincy, and then Quincy Brown goes man you almost got it bro. <laughs> 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 this is the way Clooney plays that. It's they, they always do that. They give somebody a kind of a chance to steal the movie. I love that they do that. Um, yeah. For, uh, so, Justine, you do like it. You enjoy it. Who is your favorite character? I think, that, I think that he has serious actors playing in it is what really does it for me. If he had just new actors and just up and coming mm. ones, and I just don't think it would do well. But you have these serious actors who play it seriously that it makes you just enjoy it. I don't right. know. I, I enjoyed the whole movie. They're, they're playing it, it straight, but the, but the proceedings are actually, everything's just off the wall, but they're playing it absolutely straight, which makes yeah. it funnier. I don't know how anyone could like Lebowski, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> a great review. I like, I like what Patrick said. Like he has a good heart, right? He didn't want to steal the money. He believes them. A hundred percent. He's just a um, trusting and blah, blah, blah. But, He's just an idiot to watch, and I can't do it. I can't. Uh, what about Donnie? <laughs> Poor Donnie. Donnie? Steve Poor was, Donnie. He's Steve just—he's like—he's like invisible. He just keeps interrupting. But, but he uh, plays it. He does. He plays it so well. He plays it so well, and he—he's is great. Yeah. I loved him. He never like, loses. He never loses yeah. patience. He never takes out. anything personally. He never, you know, and he's just going to be inquisitive no matter who shuts him down. Yeah, he, just, he was never hurt by it. Yeah. He was just like, all right. He's like, yeah, my And f- how terrible, how terrible with Walter that does the, uh, his eulogy, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then makes There's it about himself. Where they're sitting at the bowling alley and he just cuts in and he's like, does the fucking world just like start when you come here? I don't know what his saying was. He said some line and it just di- I died. I do identify. Yeah, the world does not stop and start at your convenience, you miserable <laughs> piece of. The one line where I really do identify with Walter is when when he starts going off and he says, My fa- friends do not die face down in the muck, so this strumpet could go do like I will make illogical connections like that all the time where I want to get mad about something and I'm trying to justify it and there's no justification for it, but I feel like I just need to, you know, I stretch a premise. That's I, that's me. I've done that in real life. So I can't the, uh, the, I love I love the, 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 the dude is always in the background going, but you were in Vietnam, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like that's that's the gut punch. He does this whole thing, and then in the background he goes, "But you weren't in Vietnam, you know." <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I yeah. go ahead, Justine. What were you gonna say? Were you gonna add something there? No. All right, Jake. Uh, the light. Oh, oh Stevo. Oh. Oh, something else I can say? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, we were just gonna say. Did you have? No, I thought you were saying like, oh, like I started a sentence. No, I, I thought you did. Okay. Steve-O, what were you going to say there just now? We just interrupted. The, the line that I've found makes its way into my vocabulary without even... I'll be describing something like, after the what have you is, like, when when they're watching the dance performance and Walter comes in, he's talking about that, like, we'll do that after the what have you is. Uh, he's referring to to that, like, you know, to his landlord's dance. I've, I've found that that's made its way into my vocabulary years ago, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but I got it from this. You got it from Lebowski. 
Jake, could you that, see that's gotta, that? That might be the weirdest scene in the whole movie. He's like doing this sort of weird performance piece to uh, pictures at an exhibition. <laughs> He's like dressed in vines and in a nude suit, you know. And that guy is another, you know, like actor that's been in tons of stuff too. Uh, Justine, yeah. you had your hand up. My favorite um, character is um, Jesus. Oh. The pedophile. I, I just realized. Jesus. <laughs> I like it, Dan. Like John Goodman's like eight year olds. Eight year olds, dude. <laughs> that line does make me laugh. When he just like you think he's gonna react, but he's just he just rises above and he just turns around and goes, eight year olds, dude. <laughs> like you think I know, all, he's just all he's a pederast. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Great, and then with his ball cleaning, and he's just like I just and, and they set him up. They set him up to be like this big villain, and then nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. Right. And oh, yeah, then he just gets all mad and uh, like, what's this damn shit? He's, yeah. <laughs> he just hangs out at the bowling alley. Like, that's it. Um, like so much else in this movie, it's, you know, it's a lot of uh, sound and fury signifying nothing, which is the whole point of the movie, right? Uh, would, you know what, Mario? That would, that would be the great, uh, that'd be the great headline for a review of this movie. <laughs> Uh, well, that's just like but your, that's your the opinion, point. man. The, the point is, there is no more. Uh, my man, Jake. It's just your opinion, man. Jacob, have you seen? <laughs> had you seen Big Lebowski before? I did it once before a couple of years ago, um, and I liked it then. And uh, getting to watch it a second time, I've grown an appreciation for Walter. Okay, he may be a piece of shit, but you know what? He's got his friends back. He does. He's got his oh, friends yeah. back. Well, yeah, because, right yeah, because he's no. trying to make money off of decisions? them. <laughs> no. Did he fuck up a lot? No. Was he thinking about himself? Yes. yes. <laughs> but you know what? He was still there. Through and through. Till the who end. Who read the eulogy? Who read the eulogy? <laughs> and made it about side. himself. <laughs> and made it about himself. Right. You know and what? who's going to tell a teenager, hey, we're going to rip your dick off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you see what happens? You see what happens? Oh, that is a great line when he's on the phone later. When he's yeah. on the phone later and he goes, he was not about to break, Walter. <laughs> that's my favorite That's my favorite scene between the two of them because you can't hear Walter interrupting. And if, of course the car made it home. You're calling me at home. Oh. So great. Yeah, he, so great. He just goes, you, you no, know he was not about to crack, Walter. That made me laugh. That did make me laugh. Oh, go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. We all interrupted you. But yeah, just Walter, such John Goodman did such a great job with him. Just made him so like unlikable and likable at the same time, having those moments like, well, you know what? He's got his buddies back. Right. Oh, I love the scene with the ashes where he pours the ashes out and just gets oh. all over the <laughs> Every time it breaks my heart. Every oh. time. Oh. It- and in, 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 in accordance with what we think your final wishes might very well have been. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, then the, the coffee can gag is great. They didn't even check. They didn't even, oh. yeah. they didn't even oh, ask. Is there yeah. a, yeah, Folgers is, coffee can. Where's the yeah. closest Ralph's? And then it's a Folgers <laughs> coffee can. Yeah. Uh, 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 so good. But I, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of fun. Just a lot of bumbling around just making things worse and i yeah i love that moment where he's talk uh where the dude's talking to um Jackie Treehorn yeah, he has that moment where he's like oh yeah i'm going to try and figure out what the fuck he was writing down <laughs> right it's the most That's right. That's good. Good. <laughs> every time it's so good yeah it's the most lucid he is the whole movie it's the best mm-hmm. idea he has the whole time 
And then, like yeah. Steve said, it's a guy with a boner. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's probably thinking, "This is my, this is my Jim Rockford moment. I'm going to run over there and see the number." You know? Right. Yeah. And and watching and knowing that that's coming and watching that again, and he's just like, "Uh huh, uh huh." And he's just and he's just drawing that to a side. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's the fact that he <laughs> takes it with him. He takes mm-hmm. it with. He takes it with. Yeah, that's the weird. That's the weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's Ben Gazar gonna do with that? Uh, with uh, that picture later. He takes uh, it with him. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah. Does anyone have any? Time. Uh, I. Okay, Jake. Did you? Who was your favorite character? Walter. Walter. Did you say Walter. Walter's my favorite. What was your favorite scene? Um. Yeah, I think it was the scene uh, at Drackey Treehorn's house. <laughs> Yeah, or he has like, yeah, the dude has a moment of genius, <laughs> and it's just for absolutely nothing. The weird, and the, the weird David Thewlis cameo. Oh yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. is weird. Oh, it's all star cast in this too. Like everybody's yeah. fucking in this. Uh, you no, even get free. There, there are yeah. certain. There are Amy certain... Mann, Amy Mann, singer Amy Mann as the girlfriend who loses a toe. Who loses the toe. Uh, there is a. Um, it's really interesting the way some of the, some of the choices that uh, the, the Coen brothers make for their physical comedy, uh, they're really subtle. Uh, the way the chief of the Malibu police throws his mug, he just like uh. push like pushes it at him instead of like taking it and throwing it. He's just like uh, like some of those choices, just some or the way you know the, the way the bowling ball hits uh, flea, uh, yeah. the way that. Yeah. that you know, like there's just certain things, or the way the dude's car crashes into the trash can. Uh, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah, when he's smoking and he drops it in between his legs. Like that, that was so hard. Like the visual of yeah. seeing the car. Just I'm seeing the car. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, or like the way the the machine gun goes off when he jumps out of the car. You know, mm. that kind of stuff. You know, pops the tire. The, the you know those scenes are all, always make me laugh because it's just the Coen brothers are really good at that timing, timing that physical comedy you know are always really really good. So there are moments in here that I like, but as a whole, I just can't ever. I don't know why I can't put it all together. I've tried, guys, but we're gonna find out what everybody's scores are. By the way, I just checked. I just uh, oh, Steve was talking to somebody. Tell Steve, tell her we said hi. Mara says hello. She's like, who cares? April says hello to everybody. She's like, who's that? Uh, My beautiful wife. Hi, April. Uh, you mentioned Mary's Offerings, and I just remembered. I sent John one of the best Harrison Ford interviews I've ever seen. Oh, and, yeah. And it was done by John Favreau after they were had finished shooting Cowboys and Aliens. And they actually mentioned Mary's Offerings, how she picked the hat. How his hat was very important for Harrison Ford because they didn't want it to be an Indiana Jones hat. And they just they talk about in the interview how she had just finished uh, working on True Grit with the Coen Brothers, and she, how she understood the period, but she also understood that it wasn't the same kind of western, and so she, the costumes were different. So they really gave her uh, a lot of praise in that movie, in that uh, interview. So I'll have to send that link because uh, shout out to Mary's Offries. So there you go, personal friend of Steve O'Dockerson. Uh, we had we had food together we, we, at Greaster. We're going to talk. We'll we'll consider her a friend of a friend of the podcast. How about that? How's that for latching onto somebody's coattails? Academy Award nominated. 
do the show the next time we, we do True Grit. <laughs> yeah, we'll have her. We'll, Man, I love I love True Grit so much. That's a great adaptation of of the you know you sometimes are. I've read that book a hundred times. They did a great job. Uh, yeah. with that. I, I don't want to be outlawed up. Don't tell them I was outlawed up, Steve. Oh, okay. I always say Steve. Oh, Stevo, 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 Stavros. Uh, it's time to rate this movie. You ready? I'm gonna hey, go. I'm quick. going. I'm going clockwise. Oh, what are you gonna say, Patrick? We've had terrible news. Mr. Lulowski is in seclusion in the West Wing. <laughs> So fucking great! <laughs> Just the mood change. I I, oh, I I love this movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman's reaction when Tara Reid does her thing is just oh, yeah. the best. Is just the best. That is the best. I love yeah. when she's like, "It's gonna cost you 140 to watch." Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> we love her so much. We're all so proud of her. Anita, we're going clockwise. Oh, God. don't start with me. Anita? I'm going to be such a mood killer no, right it's now. Fine. Okay. It's fine. Anita. It so can only go up from here. Anita. Hey, thank you. Th- Anita, thank you for, for joining us and, and, and letting us talk about this movie you didn't like. I, I know that that's not always fun. I've, I've, I always uh, enjoy your contributions to this show, and you should be on it more. Big fan. Can I be on your show? Me. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow I, i've never been treated right. with such kindness before I can especially not here none of us are treated with that kindness <laughs> here yeah you're not getting it here i can feel it mario's all hey listen you're on my show forget it <laughs> i say nothing <laughs> what do you got he really anita? isn't gonna say anything okay what, what do you got anita um, He's. It, it, I, I agree with everything Steve-O said. What did you just say? I don't know. Jesus. Were you listening? Did you, did you see? Did you watch the movie? <laughs> hey, thanks, what, okay, what did he just say? <laughs> uh, Patrick can do that to Jake. I don't need to. Uh, no, Anita, you know we, your contributions are blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, Anita, uh, what, what, do you give this, what do you give this film? <laughs> What do you, what do you, what do you give it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a three. Anita with a three. Wow. Okay. All right. She sounds like she's underwater. There's, there's nowhere to go but up. Jake. I'm going to give it a seven. Nice. Patrick. I think I may be the only one this week. This is a ten for me. Justine. I love this movie. That makes sense. Justine? I told you he loves it. Um, <laughs> well, we give it an eight and a half. Patrick, Patrick, holy shit, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, that's not and, bad. Patrick agrees with the, with the nihilists. He believes I think in Patrick nothing. Patrick was out of the room when I was talking about it. So. Oh. By the way, the craft work reference was fantastic. Uh, oh, it even looks even looks like it. Yeah, it yeah. looks like man machine. And yeah. you go, Jesus, <laughs> the detail's insane. Who would get that? Uh, John, uh, Big Lebowski. I give it a 7.5. Oh, wow. Steve-O, Dogerson, our special guest. Uh, I, 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 this is my second favorite Coen Brothers movie. First being Fargo. Um, Ah. and, uh, this, this narrowly beats out, um, well, oh, oh, brother, where art thou? And, um, 
That's a good one. Uh, uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs are 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 tied at at third, but in terms of rewatchability, I find some new. Suck it. Eight point five. Well, Anita, here I am to help you out. We're gonna we're gonna bookend it. We're gonna bookend it. We're we're gonna make the. We're gonna be the. It's gonna be. It's like a sandwich with really shitty bread. With, with but good meat in the middle is what this rating is going to be. I'm going to give it a five. I give it a five. I liked it. Ooh, wow. I, I did like it so better this time. This. So I, you own I did like it better this time. Well, I you know, part of the reason that uh, I picked this one up, A, was on sale, but B, I knew that certain people here, like John and Patrick, were big fans. So sometimes I do pick up stuff knowing that it's going to be where it's coming down the pike and people maybe want to enjoy it. We don't always have to wonder. You're a good guy, am you? Yeah, we watched. He let us watch Hook. Okay. Yeah, you guys got to watch Hook. Uh, Steve, what's your what's your uh, what's your one number review of Hook? It's been a long time since I've watched it. Um, Three. uh, It's it's. It's about it's like for production design, it's it's higher, but for the story and like it's 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 a five. It's a solid five. You know, uh, Steven Spielberg probably should have just spent more time with his kids and made a better movie. Um, <laughs> wow, not to, no. not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, well, that's that's what the like that's what this movie is. That's what Hook is. It's it's Absolutely. a movie about like, why, yeah, yeah. like, oh, I should have spent more time with my kids. Now they're all grown up and they they didn't know this. Like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. You know you why you didn't see us? Because yeah, we're making Hook. <laughs> you son of a. But bitch. I wouldn't know that unless you showed me that. The production design though is real good. I like I like that. It is You're a good. You're doing look. it, Peter. You're playing with us. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, for the love of Christ! <laughs> oh, Jesus H Christ! Uh, well, you know it's funny. I don't know if you listen to the show, but I think a lot of us yeah. watching this a couple months ago, what worked was like the uh, the opening and the closing scenes where they're not in Neverland when it's like they're dealing with. <laughs> life in the real world you know it's like that's what worked for us not not the the fantasy stuff i don't don't remember what our scores were but that shit did not hold up it was low low scores i still (laughs) enjoyed it justine uh Uh, justine stopped giving uh keeping track of scores like three months ago so we we don't know what what hook got we know Uh, nothing we we don't know anything all things i might be in my book here hold on now we're back to the beginning my little black book. No, it's let me not look at my here. little black book. I think we there was a lot of like twos. I think a bunch of us gave it like a two or a three or something. It would probably. I wish be you guys would have told me. After, I listened to every it. episode. <laughs> uh, can you go back and do that again, Anita? Go back and listen to every episode. <laughs> she said bunch was enough. We, I mean, it's, it's enough to ask her to watch the Big Lebowski again. She doesn't want to, you know. <laughs> how far back? How far back have you gone? Um, as far as iTunes, I know iTunes doesn't have everything, but as far as it let me go back, and I think I only have like three that aren't listened to. I think iTunes starts at White Man Sauce is where it starts. Oh, I really? Think. Okay, well, no, but I started this like, way before that. Really? Uh, yeah. I sworn that was it. Listen, March twentieth, which was Justine's birthday. Uh, it's coming up. We we watched a fish called Wanda and Midnight Run. Uh, that was 
And then we talked about knuckles. Mm, mm. I see. iTunes goes noggles. back to twenty twenty one, May twelve. Wow. That can't be right. Like it was way before that, no? It should. That's probably yeah, it where it's now. Yeah, like it updates. Weird. Yeah, probably yeah. as you keep uploading, it keeps pushing them off. But mm. right now it's twenty twenty one. Okay, we'll figure it out. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me, friends. I love you all very much. Yeah, it's always great mm. to have you. And uh, when when is uh, when when will Hob the Troll be performing again? And what what where can we find Hob the Troll's albums? Please plug all of that right now. Hobthetroll.bandcamp.com. Uh, first Friday of every month, they do a thing where they waive the fees. But if you want to just stream it and listen to it, um, you can stream it just without paying me a couple of times, and you're good. If you want to. Buy those albums. Uh, thank you very much. If if you don't, I'm, I'm I don't hold you personally responsible. But uh, I, you know, I'm, no, I'm pay for that shit. Before. Okay, you buy that shit, um, listener. You buy that shit and you support him. You support him. Thank you. They give Hot Patrol fifty dollars for that album. Thank you. Put, the, put, put that on a loop. You buy that shit, listener. <laughs> um, the next show I will be working. I will not be performing as Hot Patrol, but uh, Sheriff of Warwick. Royston Dagenus, Sheriff of Warwick, here in the Sterling Renaissance Festival in Oswego, New York. I'll be uh, performing there um, in June or uh, July through August. And then after that, I will be at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I'll be doing that from August to October. And I think I'm also doing a Christmas show there as well. Um, and, uh, I've been working on two albums slightly, uh, together. Um, the first I've been talking about for a while. I've actually started recording it. Uh, it's called super sounds of the seven seas. <laughs> and I'm combining my love of, you know, yacht rock songs involving nautical themes and the current trend and Renaissance trend of, uh, sea shanties, so, uh, you know, Brandy, you're a fine girl. Ride, Captain Ride. Uh, <laughs> SOS by ABBA. You know, all the all the great sea shanties. Um, I'll be working on that. And uh, and then, uh, obviously, uh, Troll of the Ancient Yuletide Carols, Volume 4. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you if you do not, it, it, let me tell, give you guys a sample. If you guys want a great sample of what uh, uh, Hob the Troll is all about, go to Bandcamp. Uh, you can stream, like you said, you can stream a couple of songs. So you can demo a couple of songs. Uh, 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 de- demo uh, "Tongue Tied," the Wanda Jackson cover. That's all I'm going to tell you. Just, just, uh, just demo. Fans that. of uh, fans of this show will uh, note the um, the wonderful cameo of our very own Mario and John laughing uproariously uh, with my cover of Elton John's Ho 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 Who'd Be a Turkey at Christmas. Oh, you do hear um, John's laugh. You that starts John's laugh starts that track, by the way. And then you get to hear uh, you know, and 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 Mario closes it uh talking about Burl Ives um <laughs> Naming names uh, to the House so of America, American activity. He named names. Uh, uh, it's true. It's true. That's great. Now it's that's officially part of somebody's Christmas. They put that on 
and that's officially part of the their Christmas. That's, that's awful. That's awful to think you know, about. You know this SOB, he named names. <laughs> I'll never get over that. Uh, Sam the Snowman. Steve, we love you, man. For real. Uh, you are welcome back anytime. Oh, yeah. You are welcome Thank back you, anytime. And uh, please keep us informed of all the Hobbs, uh, Hob the Troll comings and goings. Uh, Did anybody else remember to bring their golden kazoo? I have mine. mine. I have mine right on the shelf. Play. I was prepared. I've got mine. I think, I think but Jake's is under glass, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> I need a YouTube video on Let's <laughs> watch. Isn't that great? Isn't that beautiful? Okay. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? I love it. What, does it That's say like breaking in case of the in blues? Case of or depression, in case of depression. <laughs> break glass. You guys, let's, I'm going to take a moment. Like, Give your friends trophies as gifts. It is always yeah. funny. It is always hilarious. My beautiful wife gave me this trophy for Christmas a couple years ago. It says second place in trophy forgery. <laughs> It's the best gift I've ever gotten. I like that it's second place. I like that it's second place. Uh, Look at that guy's dance. Where are the the trophy? Yeah, he's like ready to. I don't know. Forging trophies. It's the buffalo stance. Thank you. That's an 80s reference. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Well, Steve O, we love you. Uh, Anita, thank you for joining us in the middle of your work day. I hope all your calls went well. Justine, I'm sorry you had to yell at somebody and missed the whole first 30 minutes of the show, but you did great, as always. It's always a pleasure. No stupid questions. Uh, Patrick and Jake, thank you guys for getting along this, this week and really Fuck just, Jake. And just embracing one another. There you go. I need to get it out there. <laughs> Time and place, Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey, what are we watching next week? John, as always, thank you for being the glue. You're the glue. Thank that, you. You're the glue that holds it all together. Uh, I thought you guys, you guys have been good lately and, uh, I want to reward you and especially Anita, uh, who I, apparently I don't uh, give enough props to, um, apparently that's a thing where I don't, uh, I knew you were going to circle back to that yeah. on the phone. There she Appar- is. Apparently She's mm-hmm. taking a call. So for all y'all, we are going to do, uh, we're going to do a sweet treat. Uh, probably one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, it's a little movie known as Armageddon. So oh, I want my you to <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, hang, hang, hang on to your hat. Asteroids coming. I've, I've never seen mining. It. Uh, Let's go. It's terrible. It's awful. It's also that's, uh, why, I've, that's it, why I've never seen it. It's also <laughs> part of the Criterion collection. Mm-hmm. So what? Oh, yeah. oh really? Because mm-hmm. it's a classic now, bitches. It's, it's, it's a classic. Look at no, Steve's no face. And if anybody can save the world, it's Bruce Willis. That's right. Uh, was there a movie? Uh, was <laughs> Deep Impact the same thing? He's just was I it like an asteroid? Do they have animal crackers there too? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Something. Hey, what was that, Justine? Animal crackers? Yeah, Ben Affleck puts it down. Um, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, okay. I thought, whoa. Justine, did you buy Animal Crackers? Oh, Tyler. Armageddon is an awful movie. I'm just letting you guys know this right now. It's probably one okay. of those. Now, be uh, fair, it also had a terrible soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. The worst song. Uh, no, oh, yeah. that, some, yeah. It was like some power ballad yeah, by that, Aerosmith. That right? sounds fun for like karaoke. Come on. Yeah, and that was, like a number, I think that was like a number one or something. I don't want to me. And they don't want to miss Oh, God. It's I, got, I got in trouble on, on Amazon. <laughs> 
because I reviewed a book about how to tie scarves <laughs> and uh, I, I reviewed it as Steven Tyler. <laughs> oh. wow. It was a book nice. called like 101 ways to tie a scarf. And I'm like, um, you'd have to be crazy not to buy this. Uh, it's amazing. you know. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. My fashion, it's really living on the edge. Oh God. Walk, walk this way to buy this book. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, this, uh, wow. That's really great. I love do, that. Do you guys not want to um, hear Armageddon? Is Armageddon too? Is that too? Are we sensitive? No, fucking love it. I can't I'll wait. Watch it. Okay. Well, it's going to be I'll great, great it. content. John's never seen it. I've never seen it. It's the only way I'm going to see it is if it's assigned to us. <laughs> I want John to fall in love with it, okay? Your Let's homework, be honest. Your homework you this week is Armageddon. It's either that or Saving Private Ryan, guys. What do you want? No, Which fuck one? it. I yeah. love that. That's Armageddon. What do you want? I don't bet think you. What's that? You don't think it held up? Okay. Well, so is it a nice time? Yeah. You don't think Armageddon is um, going to hold up? I feel oh. like, to me, Armageddon is kind of like Pearl Harbor. Uh, oh. It's better than Pearl Harbor. It's god awful. It's better Jesus than Pearl Harbor. Right. A national movie, travesty that we remember tragedy. every year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I know. I know. The actual bombing. I, I love that. Of course nobody likes Pearl Harbor. That was a terrible thing. Yeah, there's some fucked up shit happened you see and people died. I know. It's happening in both of those things, right? Someone else dies in that one. So it like, would be great if that was the review for Pearl Harbor. Somebody wrote the day a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> the release uh, of this movie. <laughs> it is that is terrible. That is probably one of I the got, yeah. another way I got in trouble is a buddy of mine does a um uh murder mystery in Orlando and I went and you get to ask questions and I wanted to be like like when it's time to ask us our question, I'm like, can we just have a moment of silence thirty for thirty seconds because of the a man lost his life? <laughs> and they're like, No, you can't you can't do that. And I, I told my friend later, he's like, oh, we should have done that. We should have. I would have had everyone in the theater just be quiet for 30 seconds. Oh, oh that's my great. God. That would have been great. That's great. Oh, ham it up, right? Like being able to just. Uh, I love it. Ham it up. Uh, All right, you guys. I sometimes gotta, you just got to own it and just roll with it. Where was the knockoff? There was an Armageddon knockoff the same year. Was that Deep Impact? No, they I think weren't knockoff. They were, it wasn't knockoff. They, they were just happened to be, they were scripts that happened to be in development at the same time. Sometimes, oh, like Volcano some, and Dante's exactly. Peak or whatever. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. Sometimes like, it happens. Like friends okay. with benefits and no strings attached. Yeah, like Deep, uh, Star, yeah. Like Deep Star 6 and Leviathan. You know how it is, John. <laughs> Caligula and Benji. Yeah. There you go. Caligula or like, and Benji. That's the sitcom we've all been That's waiting great. for. That's the sitcom we've all been waiting for. It's Caligula and Benji. Bob Guccione presents Benji <laughs> with Malcolm McDowell and Sir John Gilder. <laughs> all right. I tried to end the show 10 times now. Uh, I love okay. you guys. I'll see you next week. We're going to be back with Armageddon. Uh, don't miss mm. a thing. Uh, Steve O, thank you again. Patrick, Justine, Anita, Jake, and John. Uh, well, for all of them, I say uh, this transition ends now. Fight the power!